Hi, this is Arik. And Aurelia. And we're going to talk about life and interesting things. So we think, but in the end, we let you be the judge of that. Either way, what we have to talk about is ageless. Hi, Aurelia. Hi, Arik. It's a pleasure to be with you, here with you once again. <laughs> yeah, because it's like a different space, you know, doing the ageless. It's I, I read one of the reviews on podcasts. Um, someone said that they're so grateful that we open up our private dialogue, you know, for the public to hear and everything. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that said, you know, I have now sanctioned the Ageless Podcast uh, energy. So, my first question today is, like, what, what's the difference and what is between a spiritual war and a spiritual battle? Okay. Or what's the, what's the spirit? Yeah. Pretty, pretty quickly answered. Mm-hmm. A spiritual war is us living here in this world, in this reality. That's basically a spiritual war. Why? Because we continuously have to stand up against temptation mm-hmm. and then a spiritual battle is if you have already identified something that you know is coming up like some ego pattern or something and you battle that or fight that in the moment mm-hmm. like you know you take care of it you use your tools whatever your tools are so whatever the the tools are okay Do you think that the ego, so the war is between like our higher self, like our essential self, our free will and our ego, or what's the war between? Yeah, like our higher self and and the lower self, lower self, if Uh you call it like that, like the, Mm -hmm. you know, 1% reality versus the 99% reality. What is that? Well, that is, you know, like what we experience here is just like a tiny, tiny part of who we are. That's right. Mm -hmm. So who do you think says this more? The central self or the the lower self? You have may, you may have won the battle, but I have won the war. (laughs) I think that that's a trick question. Yeah. (laughs) But so the way I understand it is is like then the battles that we face are part of the war, you know. Always, yes, like yeah. in a, a real life kind of war, you know. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, you have the Second World War, for example, and you have many different battles in many different locations. Yeah, I mean, there were seer. It's interesting you mentioned that about World War One because there were many seers and sages uh, that time that they could see. Uh, the dark energy over Europe, at, you know, before it happened, like this, this, and with World War Two, like the dark energy, um, how it was, um, you know, like the the wars in the real world are are manifest or expressions of the spiritual wars that have just gotten out of control, like yeah. that have been lost, I guess, in a way. Mm. Because I think that if we're really winning our quote unquote spiritual, I mean, I hate to say it like that, but like, you know, our quote unquote spiritual, our inner wars, let's just call it like that. Mm-hmm. 
then we wouldn't have external war. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm convinced of that because if we would really be taking care of our inner battles and thereby our inner war, then we would never blame or complain. And it is said that what contributes, if not creates wars, is the energy of complaining. Yeah. And the energy of complaining complaining, inherently has the energy of blaming with it. Mm-hmm. So would you say like the energy of complaining and blaming is essentially the energy of hatred? Yeah, I mean, if you go all the way, and then rejection. of course, because mm-hmm. it's rejection and rejection goes from like the mild... Of like, I don't like that, but in an opinionated way, mm-hmm. all the way down to murderous rage and hatred. Yeah, like, um, <clears throat> actually, I I can feel, um, recently, I, I, like, I was under some, what's called, like, a psychic attack or judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing, like, you know, being judged and, and uh, that would be, like, uh, part of the spiritual war, right? Yes. Because um, I don't know if anybody else has experienced that, but I mean, of course, I'm sure you have, or maybe you will put two and two together after I explain it. But uh, when I have felt like I'm being judged, aka being under psychic attack, uh, it's different. It's interesting because it feels different every time, a little bit, like also depending on where it's coming from. But it's also like an opportunity for me to also see where I stand mm. with that judgment because I truly believe that every moment is quote unquote judgment day. Mm. You know, like it's not like some apocalypse energy mm. that's, you know, like I really feel, you know, every moment is judgment day. Like, yes. you know, you're being judged, you see where you stand on your path. And I think that a lot of times, um, a lot of people, they get caught up in this Hollywood idea that that life is just like a cakewalk and it's not supposed to be like this spiritual war, but it's supposed to be like this rainbow, happy ending, happily ever after kind of like entitlement thing, which I'm, you know, of course it is also supposed to be good, but I think like, how would you describe the balance between like being in the spiritual war, but also being happy? Well, I think, you know, if you use the holiday version of walking off in the sunset, then that could be like planting those ideas would be, if we call the enemy like Satan or the devil or whatever, like then that would be one of his greatest tricks, you know, because... It's like, I don't know if anybody is talking Hollywood has seen the movie The Devil's Advocate. And there it's like, oh, I don't want to <laughs> put out yeah. a spoiler. Yeah, but don't. There it's, it's very clear, like what I say, that one way or the other, you know, like the devil always gets us. Right. And it's yeah. when we exactly are in that supposedly so fulfilled state. Because that's usually a state of complacency. Like, and, then, and if you look at, if we stay with movies and the story, like, let's say, you know, 
boy wants girl and girl wants boy and so there's like they meet and it's you know maybe good but then they get together a little bit and then there's the crisis mm -hmm. and they really have to work hard and they have to do all these things and you know change and transform and be honest and so there's a lot of action really going on that is inner work mm -hmm. and so yeah then finally here they're getting together and then they walk into the sunset like you know now it's done. Now the complacency can sit in. Now I got the boy or, you know, you got the girl. And now, yeah, we can become couch potatoes, put our feet up and, you know. Retire. Enjoy. Yeah. And that's just a big, big, big trap. Because whenever we uh, end up in a state of complacency, May it be for a romantic relationship or may it be for an achievement we go for in the workplace or, you know, a creative endeavor. It really doesn't matter. Whenever we have that feeling of, yes, I arrived and now there is this happily ever after, our energy instantly goes down mm -hmm. and no, we may lose more than we have gained. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. We lost the battle. Then you've lost the battle. Yeah. And you need to win battles in order to win the war. Yes. If I win all the battles, I mean, winning the war is a no-brainer. So as soon as we forget that we're in the war, we've already lost. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing of the devil, like, to convince us he doesn't exist. And right. so then, you know, everything is just a happily ever after. It's really interesting what you said, like, kind of like how the, the two things that really stuck out were this idea of complacency and complaining, mm -hmm. you know, like kind of like how they oscillate between each other. Like if I'm not complacent, then I'm complaining. And mm -hmm. if I'm not complaining, then I'm complacent, mm -hmm. you know, like this going back and forth thing. Yeah. And one fuels the other. And if we, if we understand that, um, it's the cosmic law that complaining contributes to war, then so does complacency. Yes. Because it fuels the, the, the other side of complaining. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. And in the middle, we have crisis. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. I haven't thought of it that way, but yes. Yeah, because then we have crisis. Oh. I mean, that's just what you say. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But I yeah, yeah. about it in no, this that is how we work. Yeah, yeah, this is how great. we work. Uh -huh. So then you have crisis, and we have all kinds of... Oh, yeah, you want to say something? Yeah. Oh. Then we have all kinds of crises uh, in between that. Now... Before I get into my next question that's coming from that, I can just tell you for myself, I totally know this happily ever after idea because, I mean, coming up from a, you know, extremely abusive family, as soon as I got into a healthy environment, I felt like, oh, yeah, like, you know, wow, this is amazing. Like, you know, of course, that was all my fate and, you know, I, I attracted all these really crazy people into my reality and I had to really get through all that and everything and I had to go through all these versions of myself and, you know, get attacked along the way and it can always feel them when they're attacking some old version of myself and whatnot. And, and, but when I got into a healthy environment with healthy relationships and, you know, really being able to be myself, which is healthy health is good that of course pisses off the enemy yes which is and i'm not saying these people are the enemy but their ego controls them and then therefore they become an enemy 
Like, yeah, and it can be as easy as a bucket of crabs. You mm-hmm. know that they just don't want you to have a happy life because they're not happy. So, you know, who are you <laughs> to just get out of the yeah. toxic? <laughs> I can tell you why. Because I said this and I did that, you know, mm. and I did all these things, yeah. you know, and you guys can apply this into your own life. You know, it's mm. like being held accountable. I think, you know, one of our dear friends said, well, you know, it's been like, you know, about her own situation. She's like, you know, it's been 35 years. You'd think you'd be over it by now. You know, it's like, it's, uh, that's yeah. something that, like, but I mean, really seriously. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah. And, but then when I realized, aha, uh-huh, so like, I, I never really felt like, uh, attracted to this idea of retirement and complacency, but I, I did feel like I had this like exhale of like, I'm glad that's over. And I realized also that, you know, whenever I was getting caught up in this, well, you said this and you did that and you did this. And then I realized, "Uh uh-huh. So someone who's getting caught up in this he said, she said thing means they have not changed. Mm. I have changed, but they have remained. Yeah. And so the timeline goes on. That's right. They are stuck. In that moment, whenever it was, you said that or you did that. And how our friend said that, you know, you talked about, gosh, it's 35 years later. Get over it already. Mm -hmm. You know, if you fight your battles to bring it back to that, then you will see, oh, gosh, I said that and I did that. Oh, my God, that was really not cool. Or I did this and I did that. Well, that was necessary. That was a necessary response that I had to, you know, box my way out of that cage or whatever. Right. But then if somebody is just stuck on that, Mm -hmm. that means they are stuck. Yeah. Like where I went through my crisis. Yes. You know, and I went through it and, and that it wasn't easy. But I avoided the complacency and the complaining. Yes. And I went through the crisis. Yes. Which is amazing. Yeah. Um, so that actually leads me to my next question is, uh, what, like about these crises, mm-hmm. like, you know, what is a crisis of faith or a spiritual crisis or any other crises that, crises that you know about? Like, what is that? Well, generally speaking, a crisis will always occur you know when your environment all of a sudden does not match up with your inner inner environment let's call it that way whoa then you experience a crisis but so this could be going either way i guess I don't know what you mean with it. It could be like, say that you are like maybe like your inner environment is not so good. And then your outer environment is like better. Mm -hmm. That could make us like a crisis. Yeah. Or you could have a good inner environment and then the outer one's not so good. Then that could also be a crisis. That's what Mm -hmm. I mean. Like it could be either way. Yes. Either way, and in the first case, I mean, it could be that then you start sabotaging. Right, oh, yeah. If you're, like, not looking at, oh, this is a crisis, and now 
I have to <coughs> work, <coughs> mm-hmm. you know, to um, balance this out and to mm-hmm. make this even and see, you know, where is it lacking and where is it not on the same page. Mm-hmm. Once again, fight that battle, you know, then often if it's like on automatic, then people sabotage their outer environment. That's so really so. interesting because I feel... I just feel like um, a lot of people are in this kind of crisis since the whole, you know, COVID thing, like, like questioning everything. And looking back, like, you know, at the 2010s and the, you know, 20, like, uh, the the 2000s and the 90s and Mm. stuff, then you look back and you say, wow, you know, Times were so much simpler, but going through it, you didn't feel that way. Mm-mm, and and, and so I feel like it's this, you know, this crisis energy can, once again, if you're not really going through it and being present with what's available, you're either in this complacency yeah. of, yeah, I check my feed, I do my nine to five, or, you know, I do my, you know... <laughs> my noon to one or whatever it is that you know whatever it is that you do and and you do all these things like through the 90s and the 2000s and the 2010s and your complacency but then that just contributes to now complaining in the 2020s yes that's right you know it's like no there's crisis throughout both you know whereas you know when there is not really so much external crisis then you have internal crisis to to work on yes but now we have external crisis so we can i mean kind of ignore our internal crisis is ha so we think or so we think <laughs> but i think i think having external and internal crisis would actually flip the scales to really go through both. Yes, that would be amazing. You know, because, you know, to always keep it in balance. Yes, it's a lot of opportunity right now. And we have been talking about that a long, long, long time ago. And not like you said, yeah, well, maybe, you know, the 90s or the 2000s or the 2010s or whatever. They weren't all that great, you know. I mean, there was stuff going on. But stuff that we could happily ignore. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And we did not use mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. in order to really better ourselves. But we would just, in that complacency. <laughs> we did it to create just, this. Exactly. Yeah. That crisis, that wake up call. Yeah. Like where then we have inner and outer crisis. Because that, yes, I mean, the situation that we're in as a collective. The pandemic, let's just call it. Yeah. You know, that definitely is an outer crisis. There's like no way mm-hmm. around that. But also we know that this has created and is creating inner crisis mm-hmm. more and more and more because there's so many people are depressed. There's so many suicides. There are like so many like visuals about the crisis that is really not handled like battles and in suicide wars that have been lost. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That it's really quite um, intense to see. Yeah. Like what I'm understanding about this is, is that like when, you know, we don't face our internal crises and then, you know, meet with our external crises, 
what happens or crises, excuse me, um, is that <clears throat> when when we neglect it, we we automatically create this ego force, which is then giving energy to the the negative like in the, the war negative the, the negative yeah. force that we're the that enemy. we're battling the enemy the mm -hmm. battling mm -hmm. and in the war yeah and i think this is really interesting because when you forget that you are in this war then i understand then that's how you've lost because you're creating this externalized ego energy which is what we're facing now yes and then that manifests through people yeah I don't want to go. I don't want to elaborate on yeah. that, but, but then you know, in the same way that people can channel angels, people can also channel demons. Yes. You know, and it's like you drink a lot of alcohol, or if you do drugs, or if you're very emotional, mm -hmm. or if you're depressed. Yeah. These are all openings to channel these negative energies. But if you're happy and you're appreciative, not mm -hmm. in this rainbow like mm -hmm. happily yeah, ever after really. energy but grateful yeah. that i can fight the battle mm -hmm. i am here in this material mm -hmm. realm to do that and you're happy mm -hmm. about it then you can channel angels and yeah. you can win more battles yeah because hey guys i can tell you something about what happened last night for example like uh even though we have um 9 p.m curfew here we are allowed to go out because we're allowed to walk the dog. So we um, were in the park and there's usually, you know, there's nobody there. And it was maybe 9.30 or something like that. And we're walking and it's good. And all of a sudden, I feel like I'm hit with a bulldozer and I'm almost, you know, buckling my in my knees or how you say, like... <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God, you know, what's going on? <laughs> so I see, you know, a dog like has one of these uh, collars that light up like pink, really cute. Raver collar. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it went off. Like all of a sudden that light was gone and I turn around and there's this guy coming maybe, I don't know how much was it, 30 meters back or something like that. And he had really bad energy. Mm -hmm. He had really bad energy. And that energy, like he was hosting. I mean, I know this sounds really crazy and far out, but bear with us. It is the truth, whether you believe it or not. Like this is a demonic force that rides on people who have negative energy. And he could have just been depressed or, yes, drunk or this or the other thing. But the truth is... He brought with him a slew of demonic energy so strong that it literally knocked me almost off my feet and turned off the light in the collar of our dog. Yeah. And after that, our dog went crazy. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She's, you know, she feels it. Yeah, she's very sensitive, like all animals <clears throat> are. Yeah, you know, animals I mean, you have heard, it. like, they feel when an earthquake is coming or, yeah. you know, something like that. They all feel that. Trust your dog if they don't like someone. Mm -hmm. And so it was really intense. And then we, Unless you know, they're crazy. hurried home and mm -hmm. we sprayed ourselves with aura. And mm -hmm. <laughs> we did our rituals and then it was okay. But so just as a proof if you need it i mean of course it's not a proof because to you it's hearsay but 
It's still, if you believe me, then it could be you. If you believe us, it's proof. Yeah. You, know, you can fact check it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So to what Oryx said, you know, that, you know, we can channel positive and negative angels. Yeah, absolutely. And, and all kinds of people do it. And, you know, once again, it's like, it could be, it could be that the negative angel within you is attracted to a negative person yeah you know or you know what i mean like yes. it, it doesn't matter it's, it's someone you know or someone you don't know it doesn't matter it could be some negativity in you that's attracted to some negativity with someone else and also positivity mm-hmm. you know but the thing is of course it's very difficult to tell the difference mm. you know oh you know i really like this person okay why and who and what is saying that yeah you know yeah and so I don't know. So like, what can we do? Because, you know, it's it, sometimes it's very easy to get like, for example, depressed. Like, like I, I, I feel I'm optimistic and happy about the future. I mean, I always talk about everything that's going on, but I think that's probably why I'm optimistic and happy about the future because, you know, a lot of my stuff's been censored and sometimes like, you know, I've been called a little bit ominous and stuff like that, but it's like, no, it's like actually when I lay it all out there and I see what I'm facing, then I'm happy and like I'm doing really exciting things because of it. If I was like getting depressed because I can't travel or I couldn't do all the things in 2020 that I had lined up because everything got shut down and you couldn't get together with people and you couldn't mm. go from here to there. Yeah, of course. Like if I would have gotten depressed, I wouldn't have opened all these amazing doors for things that I'm doing now, which I'm really happy mm. about. And also this podcast included. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And also having like all these amazing opportunities and, you know, a lot of people want to be on our podcast, but we've declined because, you know, it's just, you know, no us one talking. Yeah, it's us talking and no one has really. Yeah, either way. So it's it's like I think it's important to confront the reality and not argue with it because it's a unique situation. Mm. And sometimes people are like, I don't want to talk about it, the pandemic, and oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. It's like, yeah, you have to respect that. But also, it's like, it's also necessary, like something that we have to go through because then you can be happy. And I just know that from my own suffering. And you have to talk about it without complaining. Right. Because see, if you complain, Mm -hmm. then chances are you get depressed. Yeah. But if you just talk about it and like remind yourself that oh my god you know there are other things that i can do and you know now i cannot go out so much so i can you know use the time to meditate more or you know to really look into myself but you know once again because people are so hooked on their rainbow walk into the sunset reality that then they think what you know instead of partying i should meditating and i say yeah you should have done that since the 90s right you know it's like then they don't want that and then then they get all into this complaining mood and from that complaining mood things contract yeah and then you know we are closing the circle and we're back we lost another battle yeah so no i'm really optimistic and i'm i'm happy and 
I, I, you know, I, sh I share that with everybody. Mm -hmm. And yes, I totally agree. Like, you know, you cannot complain. Like when I meet people on the street and they start complaining, like I just start shifting the conversation, like, you know, mm -hmm. focusing on the good things that you have. And, mm -hmm. and, and honestly, that was even before pandemic because b yeah. before the pandemic, it was complaining about the weather. I haven't heard many people complain about the weather in a while. Mm. So it's like, you know, it's it's the human <laughs> propensity to complain about the weather mm. um, or just about anything. So, no, I'm, I'm really optimistic and I feel like there are a lot of new doors opening and you want to know why? Because all that magic is there. Yes, it and, is. And magic and crisis are in the same house, mm -hmm. eighth astrological house. Wow, I didn't know so, that. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, it. you know, definitely you can learn more about that in my um, tarot uh, classes. But I'm also in the process of getting my Zodiac Hacks uh, classes all online and everything so people can learn. Hey, guys, that's um, really exciting. I've been pushing him to astrology. do that for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's cool. It's a, it's a work in progress, mm -hmm. but uh, it's going to, you know, be really good with the book so people can really go deeper because... Uh, I can, you know, I cannot read 8 billion charts, you know, so I, I, I would like, you know, people to learn, you know, how to really do it themselves mm -hmm. in, in the right way. Yeah. And then also that they can do it for people in their lives and they can learn how to, you know, just, you know, really, mm -hmm. uh, understand all these things like, you know, magic and crisis in the same yeah, house. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, that's, that's how you can access the magic is, mm -hmm by going through the crisis and yes. uh yeah i'm kind of talkative in this podcast but i think it's you know just the yang energy to your yin so uh <laughs> no i think mm -hmm. it's amazing because um how should i say it like because it's okay i have to start over with the sentence it is because you feel so positive about things and mm -hmm. like and your channel is positivity. So I believe, you know, this is what makes you really talkative about it. Mm -hmm. And then um, to know when to speak and to be silent, like when everything is said, like, for example, I mean, you know, our experience is pretty much at our limited with walking our dog. Mm -hmm. But um, like you said yesterday, like it's a law here. We have to have dogs on a leash. And I mean, forever and ever, like we have been shamed because we abide by this law. First of all, it's the law. Secondly, you know, we have a Shiba Inu and like they're the race is not to be allowed off leash. Mm -hmm. And that's just that. Mm -hmm. Now, most people do not understand that they have like their poodles and their little Maltese and I mean, nothing against these dogs. You know, they are really, really cute. However, they also must not shame us for having our dog on the leash. That would be an attack, right? That's Because it's attack. a judgment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we have been in this situation many, many, many times. And we have explained to all of them why this is not okay. And how we have seen like one of these big greyhound dogs. He was off leash and he was running and he was excited and he you know, lost his footing and he ran smack into a tree. Thank God it was only his head that got hurt. Could have been another dog, you know, that yeah. he landed on. Or, you know, it doesn't matter. What I want to say is that, you know, people with this attitude 
like now they try to prove something by breaking that law because they feel mm. so suppressed with having to wear masks and to not being able to go out and and so here now they can do that however what happened yesterday morning there were immense fights in the park with the dogs off the leash with the dogs off the leash yeah like the dogs amongst and then themselves the people fighting, yeah. got aggressive and mm-hmm. attacked each other. What dogs do? I mean, you have a pack of dogs. The animal nature comes through and, you know, who cares what Herrchen says? You know, it's like you're a dog and you want to fight for your rank in the pack. Mm-hmm. And so they did. And then the people, of course, the humans they also started they followed to suit yes yeah, it was really intense mm-hmm. and so and this is just to say was just doing like you guys are crazy <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and so here you see it like this is what's going on you know when you do not take care of your inner battles and that's a really just a small example because i mean by all means it's not atomic war that happened in our park but it was aggressive yeah it was blatant aggression. It contributes. Yes. God forbid should that ever it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, God only knows. And so why I'm bringing that up is that we have to really take even these supposedly small instances mm-hmm. serious. Yeah. Because they're all parts of a reflection of inner battles that we can fight and win. Or that we can have accumulate and lose. Nice. Beautiful. So what did you guys think about that? And then we'll talk a little bit more about this in future episodes. So this has been Arik. And Aurelia. And you've just listened to an episode of Ageless. Subscribe everywhere where podcasts are streamed. And please share this with anyone in your world. Until next time. Bye. Bye.